Now then, welcome to a brand new way of doing the podcast, for a little while at least anyway. Uh, I'm doing live daily videos answering questions and stuff like that on all my social media channels. So why not let you guys get value from it as well? So welcome to Dazed, Confused and Generally Buggered. Hopefully you enjoy it. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Good morning. How the devil are you? Are you well? Excellent, me too, thank you very much for asking. Uh, sadly, still not live on LinkedIn. Really trying hard to try and get that all sorted, but still cannot get live on LinkedIn at the moment for some reason. Anyway, we are live everywhere else, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, which is Twitter, and all those other places. So uh, welcome to another broadcast of Dazed, Confused, Generally Buggered. For those of you who are not sure why the broadcast is called Dazed, Confused, and Generally Buggered, it's because of this mug <clears throat> right here. Just got my coffee in it and it belonged to my dad. And um, when my dad passed away a few years ago, I inherited his mug. And um, yeah, so every day I drink out of it to remember my dad, but I thought it also, the, the wording on the mug is fairly apt to the current situation we are in. Um, I think we're all feeling a little bit dazed confused by what's going on and um, now we're into week number four of lockdown in the UK and uh, we're a bit generally buggered as well so there you go anyway every single day uh, doing a broadcast here to answer your questions about social media about video uh, whether you ask them in the feed right now or whether they've been asked previously uh, on my how to nine times your social media group or on other platforms that you might have found me on maybe LinkedIn or maybe on YouTube or maybe on Facebook or on uh, Twitter even things like TikTok and places like that so yeah we're gonna answer as many of your questions as we possibly can do today social media and video based um, one of the things I also want to talk to you about is something you hear from quite a lot of other um, social media marketers right now is all about TikTok we'll come into that in a moment but it is definitely be a place to be looking at putting content right now. It's not just for dancing and miming and mimicking uh, film scenes and songs and stuff like that. It is actually just going stratospheric right now. TikTok is huge. And because most of the growth on there is absolutely organic, because people can't necessarily pay to get their content seen by more people just yet, it's a really great place to go because if you just pile one piece of content and that content strikes a chord of a lot of people, you could go viral very, very quickly. Just like the old days of Facebook, the old days of YouTube, the old days of Twitter even. A lot of these other channels nowadays, very cannibalized. TikTok's a cannibalized market, but it's still very organic. So there's a huge chance for you to go massively viral on, on TikTok. But we'll talk about that in a moment. Anyway, um, first things first, I want to uh, let you know who I am. Uh, so for those of you who are brand new to the stream this morning, uh, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, which there's a link, not a link, but um, the logo's there. Um, that's a visual marketing agency. So we help brands and businesses create social media content that really helps them stand out on their social media when they're putting money behind the content. And we also help people with website videos and that kind of stuff, but we specialize in social content. Um, but we do lots of other stuff as well. Um, but it's all video and visual based. But one of the things I did find, especially when I passed away, was actually a lot of businesses actually don't have a lot of money to spend on big wow pizzazz content 
So what is it that you could do it yourself? And I was thinking, right, okay, I want to help people as much as I possibly can. So what can you do yourself for free? What can you do that won't cost you a penny to do? And then actually that free content then can be pushed out across all your social media channels. So what can you do for free? So the free content is what I'm talking to you guys about. I'm answering your questions about. So what can you do for free with your business, with your brand? There is so much free stuff that you can do be it blogging, be it putting stuff on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, all these platforms are free and the content you can create for them is also done for free. And you don't even need to buy loads of great kit to do it, which is one of the first questions I want to come across this morning. Um, I was asked this question a couple of weeks ago and it was, what's the best microphone to buy to start podcasting? Now, I talked about this a little bit yesterday, actually, and um, I did a podcast and a video with uh, Justin Phillips, who's a podcast expert, and he's a little bit more on the slant of actually go away and buy a microphone. It doesn't have to be a great microphone, just buy a microphone so it sounds a little bit better. For me, I just want you to get started creating content. So the microphone you can use is the one built into your phone. Everybody has a phone these days. I'd be amazed if you don't have a phone. And also be amazed if you don't have a phone with some form of voice recording software already built into it. That's the thing. Most actual phones these days have re voice recording software built into them. So you don't need to go out and buy a really expensive microphone to start doing a podcast or even a really expensive microphone to start doing video. You can just use the one that's built into your phone. Now, there are some provisors to that. If you are looking at doing potentially daily vlogs, I do a daily vlog at the moment because we're in lockdown. I thought it would be quite interesting to show what Max and I are getting up to every single day. So we have the daily lockdown vlog. That then means I go outside and I'm doing vlogging outside in the wind and that kind of stuff. That's when actually buying a small microphone to plug into your phone is actually quite a good idea because when the wind hits the microphone on the phone, you would get that blustery noise. You know, like when you're on the telephone call and people can't hear you, get the same kind of effect on the microphone when you're trying to talk to it and do a video. So that's when you're probably better off buying a microphone of some sort um, with um, a, a mic muff on there as well, which will help protect it from the wind so that when you're speaking, you don't get the sound of the wind, you just get the sound of your voice. It's a really, really clever um, piece of kit. Um, I think they're called Cat's Tail. I think that's the, the name of it. I can't remember. I just call them a mic muff. Um, but anyway, just get one of those along with a mic, plug that into your phone, and then you can go out and do recording as well. But the main thing is you don't have to have loads of expensive kit to get started. You just need this thing that's in your back pocket right now, or possibly even in your hand if you're watching this video, sat on your sofa, you're like, oh, there's a live broadcast from Simon. Click, let's go and watch that. So that's the answer to that question and also the next one as well, which was what kind of kit as well do I need to do video? You don't need loads of kit. Just your phone will do. If you want to make it look a little bit more professional, get something like this and then a, a mobile phone holder and you sit it on your table. You just uh, I'll unwind the legs. This is like um, a jobby, but it's not a joby. It's um, just a, a makeshift version and you just get your legs out. Put your mobile phone, stand on the top, stick your phone on the top, stick it on the table, and you've got a nice sturdy shot. That's not wobbling all over the place. 
and just talk to the camera. Um, now, the next question I got from somebody was actually somebody struggling to really communicate with our audience. I spoke about this the other week, actually, so this is quite a good time for it to come up again. Um, a lot of people, when they first do video, and this is something I had when I worked in radio as well, I worked in radio for a long time, was I struggled to talk to the audience. I found that when I was doing my first few shows, I was talking at them rather than to them because I was sat waiting for that response from the audience. And you probably do the same thing yourself. So how do you talk to your audience rather than talking at them? So for me, number one, the main thing you've got to do, um, and this is so important. So we're, we're on the phone right now. There's the phone. And we'll just turn the camera so it's facing us. So there we are. Yeah, so you do not want to be talking to this thing here. This part of the screen here, absolutely pointless talking to that because that's not where your audience is. Your audience is behind the lens, you see? Tapping you there and your lens is here on the phone. See, I'm covering it up now and opening it up, covering it up, opening it up, covering it up, opening it up. So do not talk to the screen because that's like talking over somebody's shoulder. There's nothing worse than when you chat to your mates you're down the pub and they're looking over your shoulder. It's so uncomfortable trying to have a conversation like that. You don't want to be treating your audience that way either. There's nothing worse. If I'm talking to you like this and I'm looking at myself, and I know I'm damn good looking, so I thought, well, I, yeah, I'll look at myself on the screen rather than talk to you, then I'm not communicating with you. So make sure that you're talking to the lens on the camera. So those of you who've just started, um, watching this video right now and um, the questions are open please just chuck your questions into the comments and uh, we'll answer as many of them as we possibly can do uh, we're here until the questions dry up basically it's that simple and if you want to join me on the live maybe you run a business and you would like to get some free publicity for your business right now why not come on this live then it will be recorded and I will be posting it onto other social media channels. I'll be chopping it up and posting that onto other social media channels as well. So if you want to come and join me on this live right now, just let me know in the comments. I'll send you a special link and then that link will let you come and join me on the live and we can have a chat about your business, what it is that you do, maybe how I can help you with some social media help and that kind of stuff. So if you want to come and join me on the broadcast, just let me know in the comments right now and if you've got any questions as well we've answered the two questions that came in overnight so if you've got any other questions at all just let me know what they are in the comments and we'll go from there in the meantime yes i want to talk to you about tiktok if you've not downloaded tiktok yet brilliant app and um, you can do up to 60 second videos on there really really cool there's all sorts of stuff on there and this is a video that's on my feed at the moment and then you just scroll up and watch the next one and so on and so forth and a lot of it people think it's um, people dancing and, and that kind of stuff and, and a lot of it is don't get me wrong and it is quite a young demographic at the moment but it is aging up very very quickly and there's a lot of other people on there who are creating content on a regular basis a friend of mine absolutely brilliant coach he goes all over the world well globally helping with uh, digital transformation and all that kind of stuff really excellent at what he does Darren Toms and um, he's on there and he helps people with mindset and that kind of stuff and that's all on there um, there's Gary Vaynerchuk is on there Grant Cardone is on there and um, there's Mel Robbins on there is on there I think 
Um, I think Tim Robbins is on there as well. I'm not sure. I've, I've not seen him actually, but I think he is. I think I've heard him mention it. But I know it's a scary concept going onto a new platform, especially when right now you're going, oh my God, well, I'm creating content for Instagram and I'm doing it for Facebook and I'm doing it for LinkedIn and I'm doing it for Twitter and I'm doing it for YouTube. Where else do you bloody well want me to put content? There's so many places and it becomes a bit of a, a mishmash in your head. So what I suggest to most people is, right, okay, you've sat down at the very start of starting your business. You know who your customer is. You know who your avatar is. Might have changed slightly during these current craziness of times, but you still should hopefully know who your ideal customer is. Once you know who your ideal customer is, you know where they're hanging out. Put most of your effort into that channel, be it LinkedIn, be it Facebook, be it Instagram, wherever that is. But don't forget about all the other possible channels that are out there. Why would you not just put 70 or 80% of your effort into one channel and then put effort into all the other channels as well that are available to you? Because you've got the content already. You've made your one-minute videos from repurposing your Facebook Live or your live video or your videos or whatever that might be. So why would you not take those small pieces and post them onto places like Twitter and onto Facebook and onto TikTok? And this is the point of view you need to start getting over is that, yes, it takes a little bit of time to post that piece of content. And OK, it might not be perfect for the audience who are on there, because obviously you want to really be making content that is suitable to the audience on the channel. But you do not have a team of people editing your content for you. We are not all Gary Vaynerchuk can have a team of 10, 15 people making content. We're not all Grant Cardone. We're not all Mel Robbins. We're not all Brad Sugars who have loads of people because we can't afford them to do that. We can't afford for that team to do that. So hopefully we have the skill set or the mindset to learn that skill set so that we can create content ourselves. It's that simple, basically. Make the content work harder for you. Make the content you're already using work harder for you. Post it in lots of different places. It's not specifically created to the audience that's on TikTok, but at least you're posting on TikTok and somebody might watch that piece of content on TikTok and go, my God, yeah, this, this person's really got it. I'm going to start following them. And then they like more of your content. And then what they do is they get reach out and they get in touch and they become part of your tribe and you help them. And then who knows, they might even become a paying customer. But that's not what you're aiming for. You're just aiming for them to get value from the content that you're putting out in the first place but on a multitude of social media platforms. You do not want to create a level of friction when it comes to creating content and putting your content out. If I want to read, I will read. But what if I don't want to read the content on your website? Then you post your blog in different places. What if I want to watch video instead? Then you take your blog and you turn it into a video and you post that video in different places. What if I don't want to watch a 10-minute video? Then you've edited it down into smaller pieces of content. What if I don't want to do that? I don't want to watch a video full stop. I don't like video as a, as a format. Then you've created memes that will maybe help them out with that kind of content. Or you've taken the audio off and you can turn it into a podcast. What you're trying to do is remove the friction for the audience so that they can consume your content and enjoy it and get value from it. That's all you're trying to do. You're not trying to reinvent the wheel. But the main thing to remember is that it will take some work and it isn't a magic pill. So many people think social media is a magic pill and that it will just heal all their ills and will have masses of audience 
instantly. And it doesn't work that way. For example, today, the audience is much lower watching today, this stream, than it was yesterday. But that's because everybody's back at work. Those people who are working from home are right now working from home. That's just the way it is. But for those of you who are watching, thank you very much for watching. And if you're watching on the replay, awesome. Thank you very much for watching on the replay. But why not ask some questions? Chuck your questions in there and we'll answer as many of them as we possibly can do. And you've got to remember that people will be watching content, not necessarily live, you won't necessarily have an, uh, an audience straight away, but you just keep doing the content over and over and over again. And it might feel repetitive to you, but the audience will just slowly but surely drip feed in and start watching and start getting value from what it is that you've got to say. So please do be consistent with your content. Don't get shied away from not making content on a regular basis because you're not necessarily getting the interaction that you really like to get straight away. It doesn't work that way. That's just the way it is. Sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, questions. If you've got any questions, do stick them in the comments. Um, it is a quiet today today. So if you've got a question, now is the time to get in touch because you will probably get your question answered today. Um, quick question uh, coming in from Sarah. Um, and she's asking, how do you put captions onto videos? Captions on videos. Okay, this is an interesting one. Um, an easy one to answer, but an interesting one. So there's lots of platforms out there that do it. Loads and loads of platforms do captions on videos. You can create videos on your phone with captions. I use a great little tool. Um, rather than actually using a tool that's built in on the iPhone, because I'm not particularly keen on it because you can't edit it afterwards, I've bought, and it didn't cost me very much, £4.99, um, a piece of kit. It's called Clippermatic, and it looks like this. And what you can do is you can make different types of uh, subtitles so you can say where you want them, how they look, all that kind of stuff. And then when you speak, the artificial intelligence goes, right, okay, what are they saying? And transcribes it and puts it over the top of the video. But the great thing about Clippermatic is that you can edit the actual transcription of the captions afterwards. So if it's got anything wrong, you go, okay, right, I can change that, can change that, can change that. You can't do that on the iPhone version. So you can do transcription on, on the iPhone. You can record a video and it will transcribe the video for you. But if it gets it wrong, it's got it wrong. Simple as, you cannot edit it. But you can with Clippermatic, which is why I really love that as a tool. Now that will only record for 60 seconds. So I use that kind of tool for creating videos for TikTok, for Snapchat, for Instagram stories, that kind of thing, because then people who can't necessarily hear or aren't able to listen at that particular time but want to consume your content are still able to consume your content by actually reading it. And that's the main reason why you would do captions. A lot of people do ask, why do, why do captions in the first place? Are they really that important? They're hugely important because there is nothing worse than when you go back to the office and you are going to go back to the office at some point or another once all this madness has died down and you're sat there in the office and you're wanting to watch a video but the boss is in the office as well. And you don't want the boss to know you're watching the video. Well, you don't need to. Turn the sound off on the video, turn the captions on, and you can read the content rather than actually listen to it. So you can still consume the content, still consume the value, but that's what the captions are there for. I mean, they're not just there for that. They're there also for people who are hard of hearing or deaf and so on and so forth. But that's one of the big reasons why people put captions on videos is so the boss can't hear that you're watching a video. So 
how do you put captions on a video? So there's a few different ways. Um, the main one that I use, the main website that I use, is once I finish the video, I upload my video to a website called rev.com. Um, in fact, what I will do is make this easy for you so you know what it is. It's uh, this right here. And this is how it looks. One second, there we go. So rev.com. Now it does cost, it isn't free, but they do two different services. They do a service where it is a rough edit, a rough transcription, a rough captions, and that they charge 25 cents a minute for. Now it is about 80% right. So it's not right all the time. You're not gonna get it right all the time with the rough edit version. But if you've got the skill set, you can go in there then and edit it when you're putting it over your videos. If you don't have the skill set, they have another version which is purely for captioning. Now that is $1.25 per minute of caption. So basically if you've got a five minute video, it's gonna cost you $6.25. Basically, yeah, simple maths. So basically what you do is you can either upload your video to YouTube perhaps, and then give them the link to the video, or you can upload the video directly to them, and then they can take that upload direct and go, right, okay, we'll caption it for you. They don't upload the captions to the video for you. That's not done. But what you can do is you then get a special, what's called an SRT file, .SRT file, and you can use that .SRT file and upload it to places like YouTube, to Facebook, and to LinkedIn as well, so that your video will get the captions going across the top of the bottom of the, the video so people can have subtitles to consume your content. Like I say, it's $1.25 a minute, but it is about 99% right. It's very rare to get anything wrong. And it generally only happens when you maybe really roll your words together or it might have you might have a word that sounds like something else. Um, I've seen that happen in the past. But generally, they're absolutely brilliant. The only thing I would say is if you're uploading your content to, say, LinkedIn, you have to upload the captions at the same time. You cannot upload a video to LinkedIn and go, oh, I've got some captions now, I'll add them. That doesn't work. It will not allow you to do that on LinkedIn. Facebook, YouTube, absolutely, you can do that. But LinkedIn, it will not let you do that. You have to upload them as you're uploading the video. Or what you can do, which is something I've seen a lot of other people do, is as a free piece of software called Handbrake. Um, and in fact, again, I will just um, edit this and make it easy to find. In fact, let me just check what the website is for Handbrake. Uh, it's a great piece of kit, Handbrake. And um, it's available on PC and on Mac, if memory serves me correctly. So there's no excuse for not using it. And it's actually what it is, is a, it's a transcoder. So it will help compress videos and that kind of stuff. But also what's really great about it is you can tell it, this is my SRT file, please embed them into the video while you're transcribing it. So what it will do, it will compress the video, do whatever it's gonna do, turn it into an MP4, and then it will also add the captions in. So then your video has them embedded in. So when you upload it, the captions are already there. You don't have to add the SRT file afterwards or anything like that. Um, and this is the website for that. It's handbrake.fr. It's a really, really cool piece of kit. Even if you don't ever use it to add captions, you can make your video smaller from it. So if you, for example, like me, use Final Cut Pro um, and you're uploading content to lots of different sites and it's taking time because when you actually render the video, it's still like two and a half gigs in size, 
then you can use Handbrake and it will actually just compress them down, turn them into an MP4 and actually make the file size a lot smaller than it currently is. So check that out. It's a really great website, really great little app that you download onto your computer, Handbrake. And like I say, you can also use it to put your captions into a video as well. And in fact, in the future, maybe on one of these lives, I will show you how it works as well. But it's a really simple tool. Um, I think that's pretty much it for today. Um, we've been going for 25 minutes. I think that's long enough as well. If you do have any questions though whatsoever, we're going to be doing this daily. Every single day we're going to do this. If Max is asleep, um, absolutely brilliant. We're going to do it at 11 o'clock. If he's not, we'll do it some point at the, time, at the day, somewhere in the 11 o'clock hour. I can't guarantee when, but we will do it at some point in the 11 o'clock hour because I'm led by the fact that I'm Daddy Daycare. For those of you who don't know, I am Daddy Daycare. Um, I'm looking after a little one while my wife, who's an NHS key worker, is at work every single day, um, six days a week, pretty much at the moment. So she's shattered. I'm watching him, but I want to try and give you guys some value at the same time as when he's napping. So that's why we're live right now. So if you do have any questions, you can uh, let me know what they are. Just drop them into the comments. You could even drop them into the comments right now and before we go off, we will answer them. That's simple. I promise I will do that. If you've got any questions, drop them into the comments this very second. I'll answer as many as I possibly can do. Um, but if no questions come through, just ask, ask some questions. If you're watching this on replay and you're like, oh, you know what? I wish I knew that. Just pop them into the, into the comments. We will answer them tomorrow on tomorrow's live video. But until then, thank you so much for watching today. And don't forget, you can come and join my How to Nine Times Your Social Media group on Facebook. It's a completely open group. You don't have to pay for it or anything crappy like that. But I get loads of tips and hints and I put them out on there. And also at the top of the group is a link where you can go download my book. It's a former number one book, How to Nine Times Your Social Media. It takes you through the whole process from start to beginning of how you can make your content work so much harder for you so it might be worth taking a look at that giving it a read and then chucking any questions my way from that anyway but whatever come and join the group it's a great group of people um, and there's content going out on there every single day you can ask any questions in there as well until tomorrow though uh, thanks for watching whatever platform you're watching on be it youtube periscope facebook wherever you are and uh, until tomorrow stay safe stay inside and stay healthy. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.